welcome to the Earn Your Happy Podcast. I'm Lori Harder, founder of The Bliss Project, three-time fitness world champion, fitness expert, and cover model turned self-love junkie, lifestyle entrepreneur, and author. Each week, I'll bring you a guest or a thought that will help you bust through your fears, connect to your soul, and get focused and clear so you can elevate your life, business, and relationships. We don't wait until we're ready for someone to tell us we're good enough. We take what we want and we anoint ourselves. Get ready to earn, own, and unapologetically rock your happiness every single day. Are you with me? Here we go. Welcome back to the Earn Your Happy Podcast. And today I have a friend of mine on who I just adore. Her name is Amber Liliastrom, and she is a transformational branding and business coach, writer, mamapreneur, and passionate soul on a mission. And I have just loved watching every single second, every single year of her ever growing journey. You guys are going to love this podcast. She is also the host of the Soul Fueled CEO, which I have had the honor and pleasure of being on. And I just loved our conversation. So make sure you go check that one out where I get to be on her podcast. And now it's my turn. And she has helped hundreds of entrepreneurs turn their passion into a heart-centered brand and a thriving business. So what she loves to do is take it from the idea conception to the construction of the business and all of the techie bits in between. And Amber assists new entrepreneurs in changing the world one brand at a time. So you guys, we talked about everything under the sun, but especially her journey, how she got there, branding, what she's doing now, how she started it as a mom. So I can't wait for you to listen in. Let's get started. Amber, I'm so excited to have you on the show. Thank you so much for coming on. Oh my gosh, Lori, I am overjoyed to be here today. Okay, so this is really fun because it's always fun to do a pod swap. I got to be on her podcast, The Soul Fueled CEO, and I just really feel like I wasn't done with that conversation. So (laughs) I'm so glad to have you on here. And Amber and I go way back. It feels like way, way back, but I don't know if it's too, too far, but we met at a fitness camp basically and actually we went online before that right with some sort of a blog that she did on my site for was that busy girl healthy life back in the day it was it was (laughs) (laughs) see you guys you you go through like so many different identities and now it's so cool amber to see everything that you are doing i mean watching your evolution online and just everything that you have going on right now and the people that you're working with is so exciting to me. So I know that people would look at you right now and say, oh my gosh, how on earth did this woman do it? But I really want you to tell us about your life before the business. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much for all of that, Lori. And I, I love how our paths have crossed and how we've stayed connected and just grown and watched each other just, you know, blossom and shine and all of that. It's been such, so much fun. So Um, so my story before, before becoming an entrepreneur, um, I mean, I've really been an entrepreneur all of my life, if I'm really being honest. And I just shared this recently on a training. You don't actually know this fact. This is a little bit zany, but, um, (laughs) I was an entrepreneur from, um, age nine when my mom, um, started showing purebred Himalayan and Persian cats. So you can call me the crazy cat lady if you want. (laughs) And (laughs) 
And I, my, you know, it's so funny. My mom kind of retells some of the stories and I of course remember lots of it, but um, she talks about how, you know, I was the one that was, I was doing the contracts for the sale of, of the kittens and I was at the shows and I was speaking to, the, to crowds and I, I hand drew the logo and my dad had it vectorized and put on a business card and, and, um, and I built the website and I didn't know how to do that, but I taught myself how to build a website. And, and so all of my life, I've really been, you know, had this entrepreneurial spirit Then I worked in collegiate athletics for a decade um, at my alma mater um, after playing soccer there. And, and it was really just such a cool place for me to really grow up and, and learn so many things about life and business and people and myself. And um, in that career, I went from being, you know, this brand new college graduate who grew up there as a student athlete to then becoming an associate athletic director and being at the the top of my field with sport marketing uh, professionals across the nation. I was actually positioned to be the president of all sport marketing professionals, which would have actually been this coming year in 2017. Um, and the story to kind of lead into that was I had been feeling this tug really around the time when I started doing fitness, um, because as you know, there's so much personal growth that happens when you are on that journey of, of doing competitive fitness and you there's so much inspiration and there's just, there's so much expansion. I started writing a blog and meeting a lot of people who are really similar. And I was so inspired by my coaches and, um, and just through this whole process and, and always had been a leader. I was the captain of my college soccer team. I'd been always in these leadership positions. Mm -hmm. And so, so these, you know, as you can see, it's like, I always think of it as just like all these dots of our lives, like coming together and, and then creating the path for us. Um, and when you look back, it's so funny because you're like, oh, duh, of course, <laughs> you know, it was always like that, but, um, but it doesn't feel like it when you're in it. And mm -hmm. so I was there and just, I just could not figure out how for the life of me, I knew that I wanted to be doing more. And I knew that I had this calling that was deep down inside of me from a very young age to, to help others, to empower others, to I always had the ability to see the gifts in people and to really reflect that back to them. And then I had this other skill of just helping people take inspired action to create their dreams, no matter what it was. So I was had a mentor program and I was a, I taught at the University of New Hampshire. I taught sport marketing there. And I would I would coach my students into other careers and, and whatever it was they really wanted to do. I would coach them into that. And um, and that was just a that was such a, a beautiful opportunity. And so. The, the, the big story and the real, you know, what I like to refer to as the catalyst um, was when I, in 2013, I was pregnant with our daughter and I went into labor. I drove myself to the hospital. It was like oh that much of an onset. I literally like in between contractions, you know, pulled out of the garage and just like floored it and got myself to the hospital. Oh my. Yeah. <laughs> and um, I'm, you know, and, and it was just, it was like, it was literally like out of a movie and I get there and, and things kind of progress. And I, I felt like, wow, this is really like happening. You know, this is really happening. And I had never envisioned my labor ever being easy and I couldn't believe it that it actually was. And this is before I really got into like visualization and <laughs> recognizing the power of all of these mm -hmm. things. And, um, I ended up having to have an emergency C-section because things weren't progressing and her heart rate was high and, um, I, I had a fever and it was just kind of beginning to be a little tenuous. And so they brought me in and, um, within, within the first five minutes of being laid down back onto the table, I realized that I couldn't breathe. And I was just, it was so surreal because I, everything was fine. I had been talking to the anesthesiologists and the doctors and we were, had Jack Johnson playing and everything was like light and airy and breezy. I was just waiting for Ben to come in and all of a sudden I realized that there's a bag valve mask over my face and, I, mm -hmm. and the anesthesiologist's hand is pumping this mask and I, and I can't, I cannot breathe. And 
I, I kind of like dipped in and out of consciousness. I remember literally whispering and, and saying to them, like, put me out, you know, please intubate me because I thought that at least that would save me. You know, if I was going to, if I, if I couldn't breathe on my own, that I needed them to do it for me. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I went into the space where I literally blacked out Lori and I could not, I, I, it was like, I was just, I was out of it, but I was really conscious in my mind. And I, w- I just felt this incredible wave of rage in my body and this anger and this frustration. And it was about the fact that here I am in this moment of, of moments of my life that I had been dreaming about my whole life. And now all of a sudden, I'm literally thinking that this may be my last moment. And I, mm-hmm. the words, you, but I have so much more to do here were blaring in my brain. They're mm-hmm. blaring in my head. And I, in that moment, it was like, it was sort of like this synapse. It was just the second that I had this realization of there's so much more I want to do here. And it was like this deep desire, this yearning I could feel in my body. And I moved into this, then the state of pure gratitude and love. And I thought of my parents and I thought of my brother and my husband and all of my loved ones and my family. And I felt this sort of blanket of just love and gratitude and release happen. Um, and this moment and this acknowledgement that if this is really my last moment on this earth, I am grateful and I am love and I, and I'm so grateful for that. And my daughter will have that too. And it was literally like snap of the finger. And right as I was feeling that sensation of that overwhelming gratitude and love, I, I could breathe again. It was like, I came back. Wow. It was so powerful. And it was, you know, the anesthesiologist, like he knew, obviously he was monitoring me and he yelled at the surgeon and said, go, 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 you know, go. And Ben missed Donnie's birth because things were so scary in there. And um, but he was there within five minutes of her being born. And, and it was like, it was like nothing happened because nobody, Ben didn't know, you know, like nobody knew my parents didn't know that this all happened, mm-hmm. but I left that operating room with this awareness of, of, I knew, like I knew, like I knew in my core that everything was different. And I, I had no idea how, but I just knew things were going to be different for the rest of my life from that moment. Mm-hmm. So so, you know, it took about eight months. Um, by the time I finally gave my notice, launched my business, um, Ani was eight months old. I had what I like to call my retirement party. And I really believe that's what it was. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and I gave a speech and I, and I got to thank these people that I love so much that helped me, you know, build this career and helped me have the wings to fly to go off and become, um, an entrepreneur and have my own business as a mom and, and honor what, was most important to me, which is one, being able to be present for my family and the people I love the most. And then also being able to be present, of course, for myself so that I could really lean into my gifts and explore them, discover them and share them with the world. Mm. Wow. Thank you so much for sharing that. So how, what happened when you came home? I mean, literally you feel like a completely different person. When did you start talking about it? Great question. It took a while. Things were really intense. Um, I physically wasn't okay. I actually had to go back to the hospital. Mm. Um, we went home for a night and it was one of the worst nights of my life in terms of how much pain I was in. And so we went back to the hospital for a week. Ani was now a patient. Um, I was, I was or not a patient. I was the patient. She was just there. Um, and I mean, it was so much so that we were in the operating, the emergency room and she was outside with Ben because I didn't want to bring my four day old baby in there. And I was mm you know, I was pumping in the the ER and they're bringing milk out to her because I, that was the situation. And so I was readmitted and and it took a while for me to physically even really get on my feet and, and be able, now I'm also taking care of a newborn. Um, 
And I, I remember this one conversation that I had that was probably about uh, two weeks prior to going back from maternity leave. And I was on for three and a half months because of my C-section. So I, it went a little bit longer than the normal maternity leave did at my job. So I got a little extra time. And my friend, Emily Ballard, who's this brilliant writer, um, we were, were childhood friends and we were having this phone conversation and she just said, I remember it like it was yesterday and it just reverberated in my brain. And I was, I was just crying and at a loss and just saying, Em, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. And I don't want to go back, but I don't have another option right now. Feeling really desperate and, and just realizing that I was going to now be, you know, having to put my child in daycare. And that was just what I didn't want to be doing. And I really felt this call because I really wanted to be with her. And she just said, Hey, Amber, you know what? This is your life. And she said it just like that. And it wasn't, it wasn't this, this is your life. It was, this is your life. Like the magnificence, the brilliance that is every single one of our lives, the, the vast opportunity that has been given to us, the sacred mm. gift. And I had never thought about my life like that before and, and just had it sort of everything just sort of collided in that moment. And I just said, you know what? You're Right. It is, and I get to write the rules for how this thing is going to go from here on out. Mm -hmm. And so um, I, there, were, there were more sort of moments, December 31st of that year, I wrote a letter to myself um, saying I'm so, so grateful. Um, it was the, the sort of as if letter, you know, I'm so grateful for my successful business and I'm so grateful for my career that helped me get here to this point. I'm, I'm so grateful to my mentors who have believed in me, you know, and I wrote this huge letter saying like, we are, we're doing this and I have this many clients and it was so detailed and so specific. And the next year, because you know, the next full year I had been in business for about seven months by that time that I cracked that letter open, I was just, just bawling because it was so accurate like everything I wrote in the letter was true and it had happened. Mm. Wow. Um, yeah. And so, and I did, I did an online course in March of that, that next year. Um, so if you're looking at the timeline, it was like December 31st was the letter. And then March I joined this course. And then um, May, real, April 22nd was the day I gave my notice. I had one client um, with my little fledgling business at the day that I gave my notice. And then uh, by the time I left a month later, I had four clients and um, and honestly, I've built this entire business, as you know, my daughter is, she's going to be three in August in her nap times, in the pockets of my day. I've, I've built a six figure business as a full-time mom working from home. Mm. I love hearing that because I think so many people feel like they have to quit first or have a savings or, um, you know, have all this time dedicated. And I have to be really honest. And I know that you're going <laughs> to, you'll speak to this as well. I think that when people don't have something pushing them or being yeah. forced to fit it in, that it does not happen. I've seen it happen so much where people will actually quit and be like, oh, the pressure will make me do it. And it does nothing. It actually mm -hmm. makes you feel so lonely and so desperate that nothing happens and you have to end up going back to that job or yep. that thing that you don't love. So what do you think that is? Um, I, well, I think it's fear, of course. I think... Um you know, I, I think it, it wraps around to what we talk about all the time, which is about really about value and self-love. And um, I, I mean, I had this, I've had the fire, right? And and I, the people listening to this podcast have the fire, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, if you're taking the time out of your day to listen to this, to these conversations, you have fire in your veins. It, it is, it is a fact. Um, and it's also recognizing that we don't have to strangle our how we don't have to suck all the life out of it. We have to allow it to unfurl and happen for us. Mm -hmm. And, 
And we have to just be really present with ourselves on the journey and trust that, you know, if we put it out there into the universe, that it is going to be answered, it is going to come back around. Um, but we, we just have to continue to take the steps. We can't bail out on ourselves. So that person that goes back, you know, that quits and like, that's a huge leap of faith. That is a huge nod to the universe saying, I'm all in, I'm doing this, right? But then something, then somehow it, the fear kind of becomes this tidal wave that overtakes them. And then they stop, you know, they stop with that momentum um, that got them to, to say, I'm going to go for it right in the first place. Mm. I love that. So for all the entrepreneurs out there, what are some things that you think, especially as you were building your business with your baby in the pockets of your day, <laughs> um, what are some of the things that you can attribute your success to? Yeah. Um, it's, it's showing up authentically. It's being real all the time, telling yourself the truth, even when, you know, it's easier to try to fit into somebody else's formula. Um, I think that people sniff out and see when you're being disingenuous mm -hmm. and when you're just like, you know, you did a course and now you're just trying to, to replicate and use somebody else's model. Um, I, you know, I think, I was listening to, to our conversation on our podcast and you were talking about relationships and you were talking about how, you know, in your marriage, it's, we, we have to be whole, uh, in our marriages in the way that we show up. And I, and I really believe that's the same in business. We have to come to our business as whole, especially if we want to serve people, especially as coaches, we have to show up as whole as we possibly can understanding that we are always learning and we are always on the journey, right? We're on the journey forever. The journey doesn't end. And so I think that it's, it's a matter of doing your work and simultaneously being where you are and, and sharing that um, with the people that you're ready to help and you're ready to serve, which mm -hmm. ironically, if I'm going to give you a little hint, because this makes it e easier, it's always a former version of us. It's mm -hmm. a former version of, the, of you mm -hmm. that you are helping, you know, so it's not rocket science. You don't have to recreate the wheel and learn things from scratch. I mean, there will be parts of it, right? The systems and all of the things that... You got to learn how to use the email newsletter systems and uh, how to do your website and all those things. But um, but I think in the way that you really want to serve and, and what you want to teach, you already know it's already available to you. And your success story is is the the credibility and the impetus of what you need to, in order to serve the people before you. Oh my God. I so love that you just said that because I really believe people get so overwhelmed, caught up. They stop themselves when they start thinking about who their people are going to be, who's going to show up, who they're going to be serving. And it's like, yeah. we think we're, we look at our mentors, right? And somehow we think somehow one of our mentors or someone like them is going to be on our programs. Right. <laughs> like, right. Yeah. That's exactly. not the person. If you're genuine, that's going to be showing up. It's the person who's, who just like you said, is the former version of yourself who just wants to see someone who is like them, who is ahead of them, who's doing it, who's done it. What were the steps? What does it look like? So it just takes that intimidation factor out of it. Did that work for you? Yeah, absolutely. And I, and I, and I use the skills that I had, you know, and I just used what I had available to me and, and my offerings have shifted a lot since I started. Mm -hmm. Um, and now I'm doing what I love the most only, you know, and really, and I, and I've gotten into that space. And I think that the next point is just sticking with it and not quitting. Don't mm -hmm. throw in the towel, just keep going and recognize that every client that you attract is literally a mirror of what you are energetically putting out into the universe. Mm -hmm. They're, you know, they are the, they are our greatest teachers. The people that come in, 
um, they, especially if you have a doozy, right? If you have someone that you're like, oh, fly, <laughs> right? You know, that that's not a fit. That's not what I asked for, but actually it kind of is. And it's a lesson that you needed to learn. And so I look at it, I look at everything as a blessing. I, I really do. Um, you know, that sounds super woo, but it, but I do because I just, that's how, how the universe works. It's universal law. And, um, and it, it's, that's why I can trust so deeply because mm-hmm. my journey is unfolding with me and I'm not, I finally learned, you know, and I know that it's going to deepen and I feel like I'm in a good little spot right now with it, Lori, you know how that happens, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, that I, I am, I've really been like leaning back and letting go mm-hmm. and having that titanium trust and letting the universe answer and just allowing myself to create what it is that I wanted without freaking out and in, in interfering with it, just letting it happen. Oh my goodness. Yes. So what's, <laughs> I'm just over here like amen, sister. And you know what? I want to dig in just a tiny bit because for the people who, uh, I know that it doesn't matter where you are in business. Sometimes it, it's truly what we focus on is really that person that we're manifesting. So when you said, um, you know, everybody is a blessing. Everyone's a gift. Even the people who are doozies, I absolutely to my core believe that as well. And I know for a long time I was focusing on like, well, what if they don't think that I'm worth this price? Or what mm-hmm. if they, you know, it, and a lot came up with me around money because I had such huge money issues. Um, yep. and of course that's what shows up, right? People yep. who are like, no, I can't believe this. I don't want to spend this. I don't want to. And it, you know, it was maybe honestly, Amber, it was probably one person, but to right. me, it was like catastrophic and of course because that was my one fear it was like that's what came to me and it was the most beautiful lesson ever but I had to shift right after that so I had to go into massive abundance and be like wow you really did bring this on yourself because you were so focused on that that you couldn't see all the good and you were just focused on one thing so what do you have to go to when maybe you get one of those clients what do you do um I I ask myself why first Mm -hmm. right it's it's okay. What, what am I needing to learn here? What am I needing to receive here? And then also, um, because it, because everything is really like an illusion, you know, at at the end, it's all about perception and perception. You know, this is like, we're going to get like matrix here. Like it's an illusion, right? It's everybody's perceptions. Everybody listening to this conversation is going to internalize it differently. And so I love that because I just think that that just makes me recognize that, you know, everyone has, has their own magic. And everyone has um, their own gifts. And and it's like, I don't have to be the, the be-all, end-all to everything. Um, I remember this one client said something to me, and I can really ring the bell around what you said about the money thing. And, and she said, um, I, I really love everything you're doing, but I feel like um, all I'm doing is just, I'm just contributing to your growth and not helping me with my own. Mm. And and I was like, ooh, you know, that Owie. was like, ooh, right? That was like a <laughs> gut punch. and. Yeah. Um, and what, and what that was, was because I wasn't fully embracing it, you know, like, so I was, I was sharing some information, um, to prove about how like systems and things were working in my business. Like, cause I really like to be as honest and clear as I can, because I want to help people take those stories and take that learning and then apply it in their business to really, you know, amp it up and turn up the volume and on, on their abundance and their ability to receive and all the things that they're doing too. And I think, I think we have to tell the truth. I think trying to hide details and all of that, I don't think that serves anyone. And I like mm-hmm. to really be as transparent as possible. So, um, but that, you know, came back to bite me a little bit in that way with just this particular individual. But I also know that some of this person's insecurities 
were some of my insecurities about raising my rates mm -hmm. and and really claiming my my worth and my value in my in my coaching and saying yeah this is what I charge because here there you know I don't even have to say because but of course you know all of the lessons to get to this point contribute to that value mm -hmm. and all of the time spent and all of you know everything from like the sprints on the soccer fields by myself kicking the ball alone as a teenager all of those lessons and times and all of that equals up to the value of who we are and how we serve now. Mm, thank you. Lo I mean, seriously, just authentically sharing is, I think in a business is truly, uh, honestly, it's the answer for me to everything. It gets yes. me out of feeling, um, it gets me out of feeling like I'm trapped in my own prison because sometimes we can do that and it's just the stories in our head. Um, it gets me out of those moments in the morning when I wake up and I'm like, I have nothing to say. This is how I'm feeling. I actually feel like, um, you know, I have all these questions running in my mind about um, questioning my worth. Honestly, I talk about these things because people need to hear them. They need to know that you're human and that attracts more of the same exact person that you're looking for who, those are the same problems that you want to handle, right? So it's often, well, not often, I would say always the things that you went through that you want to work on with people. So yeah. Amber, what exactly do you do right now? What, tell us all about your business. Yeah, thanks. So I'm a transformational branding and business coach, um, which is sort of like a fancy title for literally like the life and soul work that I do underneath it all. <laughs> and, um, and I, and I joke around my clients after like the first session and they're like, Oh yeah, you use the branding and business stuff as the carrot. But then we <laughs> dig so deeply into it because as we know, right, people sign up for, for training programs because they want to lose weight. But it's not about the weight. It's about mm -hmm. so much more. And it's the same thing with branding and business, right? It's these are just like strategies and, you know, technical things that need to be put into place. But the core of who we are and really sharing that authentically with the world is what makes us successful. And the abundance and, and all that stuff is going to be part of it and the fun and the flow and, and the, the events that you want to do and all that magic, all the things that my clients say they want to do. That's already written. It's coming. But if we are denying ourselves the ability to be who we really are and, and show up in our truth, even when, you know, like my live chat today was, you know, uh, hop aboard the hot mess express, right? <laughs> it was like, here I am fitting it into nap time today. And, and this is, this is real life behind the scenes of being an entrepreneur. Um, this is what it looks like, you know, it's, it's hectic and crazy. And so I, I think that that is, that is what everyone is after. And so I see into people, I, I, we talk about what your big vision is. We talk about what it is you really want. And then we take the inspired action steps to get there while also slashing your blocks and all the things that are keeping you stuck in the background. And, mm -hmm. and I'm, you know, I have that superpower of just really holding you accountable for, for your stuff. And, but also lovingly honoring you right where you are and, and sharing with you, you know, let's, let's really dig into the strategies that are going to help you be successful. Let's not try to copy Lori Harder. Lori Harder is amazing, but that's because Lori Harder does it her way, right? Mm -hmm. And we have to do it your way because you are as magnificent as Lori Harder is. The world just doesn't know it yet because we got to get you out there. Mm -hmm. 
And everybody needs that. I think there's, you know, there's so many people and, and this was me before, before discovering what I was good at. What, yeah. what, why do people like me? What do people come to me for? And you feel lost. You look at your mentors and you, and you compare, right? Because you yeah. don't realize that there are people like you out there or there are yeah. methods like this. And it's not, it doesn't just happen. Right. You, pl- right. you think about it, you search for it, you do all different courses, you read books. It is such a process. So that is so exciting. I love, love, love what you do. And honestly, it's something I could use all of the time, but what, so when you were creating your business, how many different evolutions do you feel like you went through to get mm-hmm. to where you finally were like, Oh my God, this is me. This is it. This is my voice. And I know know that we're still going through it, but go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Well, it never ends, right? But I mean, but it's just about, it's all about expansion. I think that's the goal and the gift. It's like, that's what life is. It's all about expansion and just getting, just continuing to expand, expand, expand and learn more and, Mm -hmm. and get more comfortable with yourself and, and really, really the beauty and the, the, the magnificence that is life, you know, and just settling into that and not living in an anxious and frantic state because, that that's not good for anyone, right? Energetically, that is not good. And it's it's not good for your health and all of that. And so, um, so for me, I think my process is literally what I just said, trying to get myself out of that anxious, frantic state and freaking out about making enough money and comparing myself to other people. And, and just, you know, like all of those things, what I like to call the entrepreneurial shell game, where we have the three shells on the table. And it's like, well, which, which problem is it going to be today? You know, which one am I going to put all of my focus on today when, you know, it's really not about anything that's under the shelves and it's really about me and who I am and how I really want to show up. And so I was doing, um, the full Monty building people's websites, logos, graphics, helping them write their copy. I'm a professional photographer, which I'm not really doing anymore. Um, I did everything. I was Cirque du Soleil, the, you know, what out of every (laughs) skill that I have. And that was really about just wanting to prove that I was worthy. Mm-hmm. And to, you know, to these clients, like, please, please, I can do everything for you. Let me just package it up at a really affordable rate. And I'll do everything for you and give you my soul too. And uh, clearly, you know, that that is exhausting. And that's not aligned. The, the one thing that I've done always through all of my work is this transformational coaching and taking people from this, this place of fear and indecision and, and really not being able to, to see themselves to a place of self-acceptance and expansion and the ability to then step into the creation of something that allows them to come home to themselves so they can come home to their families. You know, really, that is a really big, important part to me um, in my work is helping people really come home to who they are. And as a result, this is where it goes deep. It's changing the course of history. It's changing the trajectory of people's lives because when we feel whole and we are able to live our truth and be who we really are, we are better parents, we are better partners, we are better friends, daughters, sons, brother, sister, et cetera. Um, and, I, and I just take that so seriously because the implications of that are societal. They are the big picture. And so I really believe that my work uh, helps people, helps the world because it helps people to be more whole Mm -hmm. and to be more empowered and on purpose. And it sets the example for their children, their children's children, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Mm. So describe for people who maybe don't know what home base feels like to come home. What is that? What does it feel like? 
it's that it's that space when you get quiet and you go within and you just ask yourself, you know, what does my soul need right now? And a lot of times it's just because we're so traumatized. It's just just nothing. I just want to sit. I want to be quiet. I want to be in nature. I want I just want to shut down the machine. I don't want to look at this this phone anymore or scroll through anything or feel like I'm in competition. Mm-hmm. I just want to accept myself for who I really am. And then when you can get there, which is takes some time for people, right? It takes some time to really get there because it's like, we feel like we're not supposed to do that. We're supposed to stay distracted and moving. But once you get into that real, that pocket of the quiet, it's then, what are you curious about? You know, you have a, you have a free day. What do you spend your time doing? What, are, what, what lights you up? Do you paint? Do you read? Do you watch Super Soul Sunday? Do you go for a run? Do you hike a mountain? Like, what is that? And then in those places, which I know to be true for all of us, that's when further light bulbs go off. That's where the ideas happen and the alignment comes into focus. And then you get a little, a little inkling, you get a little idea and it's like, that's all you need. It's just, it's like a little piece of the thread and you can just kind of start slowly pulling it and following it. It's like that Mm -hmm. golden thread that goes through your, through your core and you just follow that golden thread as it leads you to, to leads you down the path of your life. Mm. Yes. Oh my gosh. And, and so I, I still go through this. Like, I'm so excited. I'm stuttering. Um, (laughs) And, 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 um, because sometimes we just, we really do say, you know, we should to death. Like I should myself to death all the time. I should be doing this. I should be over here. I know I have this to do. I know I have that to do, but I feel off and I know when I'm off and I'm I'm just not feeling inspired. I don't know where to go at this point. Maybe some of my projects are starting to feel really dull. And that's the space where finally I'm coming to this place where just like you said, I need to create some space. I need to, I need nothingness. I need some quiet and not to have expectation around the nothingness and the quiet, because I did that for a long time too, Mm -hmm. where I'd sit in quiet and I'd create space and I'd be like, okay, magic. All right, God. (laughs) Okay. I'm ready. Deliver, (laughs) deliver. And nothing comes. And it's just, if you don't allow that space and enjoy it and just be with nature, be with the gifts, be with God, be with whatever you're with. I mean, that is the magic. And a lot of times it takes time for things to come through, but you can start to hear that whisper. So what do you feel like when you're off? I mean, I know what I feel like. I feel like a temper, tan- like a three-year-old is having a temper tantrum inside of my body. Um, and that's how I know it's time to create that space. How do you feel? Yeah, same. Um, I, like rage, you know, and that's such a weird emotion to feel that. But that's when my daughter is having a temper tantrum. That's she's pure, pure rage. Right. And mm-hmm. and so I feel that that same sensation. And then I just feel really tired mm-hmm. um, and just like I can't push any harder. And uh, in the past, I would just push. But now I just know that that is, it's the scream for help. It's the, please just stop. And so when I feel that, you know, I said this to a friend today, when I feel like I have, I'm saying to myself, I have so much to do, I have so much work to do, I have so much, mm. you know, that I literally stop on the dime and do the complete opposite of that now, which is weird. But I will tell you that instead of just like slamming myself into my office and trying to get through the emails and all that, I literally go do something like go on the paddleboard or I go watch a movie with my daughter or play hide and seek with her or something and, and just choose totally differently to show myself that this is all a creation. 
you know, stress, as, as Byron Katie says, is, a, is an alarm clock in our bodies, right? And, and so that alarm clock is asking for me to, to disengage from all the things that are making me even more stressed out mm. and to realize that, especially as an entrepreneur, that this is not curing cancer. Mm-hmm. It's just not. And, um, and, I, and I think we do ourselves a disservice when we act like it is. And then also we model that for our clients because, I, because that just perpetuates the cycle that is not necessary. Mm-hmm. Mm. And nothing, I always say to myself, nothing matters. I mean, nothing at yeah. the end of the day matters. You know, I have so many people in my life right now um, whose parents or whose friends are terminally ill or who have passed recently. And it just, it just snaps it into perspective. And I'm like, right. wow, nothing right. actually matters. This deadline, like it's my own stress that I, that I'm putting on myself. I could actually cancel something. Like today I literally mm-hmm. looked at my schedule and I was super stressed out cause I'm leaving again. And I thought this is something that I can actually take care of right now. Like yes. I can call and push this off and I can move this and this is all good. And all of a sudden I'm like, wow, this I was not so stressful better. at all. So it's well, and it was taking coming- a step back. Yeah. And when you're, and when you're honoring yourself, Lori, you know, and I know it took you a while to get to that place to be able to, to do that and not feel guilty or bad, but guilt is just, it's the complete opposite, opposite of presence. Mm -hmm. And it just, it's not even, it's not necessary in any realm of human existence. Animals do not feel guilty, Mm -hmm. right? They do not feel guilty. We don't need to feel guilty. That's just a creation. And and if, Mm -hmm. and this is like my disclaimer for that, If you are showing up in your truth and you are leading with love always, and you are doing your very best in all all the endeavors that you have to really come from that place of service and love and truth, what do you have to feel guilty about? Mm. Mm. That literally just something popped in my head and I need to write an email just to say, hey, I've taken on too much. (laughs) (laughs) But really, that's, that's all that it is. And we're just feeling that stress, you know, we can carry stress over something that could actually be a one minute email and we carry that for two, three days, maybe yeah. weeks, maybe months. Right. So and what does that do to your body? You uh, know, it changes your, your, your body chemistry and it changes the way you interact with the people you love. Yes. Which is no bueno. So tell me what you are most excited about right now. Oh, you know, I'm just most excited about my life. And I know it sounds probably cliche, but I, just that that is my authentic answer feels amazing to me. And that I am fully here. You know, one of my most favorite quotes and, and focuses, if that's a word, um, in my <laughs> life is being where my feet are um, with myself and with everyone else. And I think when you're, when you're a parent and you have this little being that is growing at a rapid pace, right next to you all the time, you know, you can just watch, you just watch life happen and to see her getting so big and, and learning and expanding and, and creating her own identity and all of that. It's like, I've, I've never been more present in my life than ever before. And I really have, um, I really try hard to make sure that my business allows for that as much as possible. I definitely go into the dips and the bumps and the places where I'm total spaz reaching out to my friends saying, please help me. Um, but I think that's it. That is my goal. I mean, that really is my goal. So that so that we have our our money in a situation where we are we are grateful for it, and it is, it is in flow state and it's an abundant state. I am showing up in my business authentically. Um, it's just this real beautiful balance across the board. Mm, that is my favorite answer because I I truly Amber I know that you mean it and I I feel the exact same way, and that 
just makes me so happy that we're both in that spot. Just waking up every day is exciting to me. And mm-hmm. that, that takes work though. So when people are listening and they're like, what are you talking like, oh, about? Right? <laughs> yeah, it does. Some I days choose you don't it. feel like it, yeah. but you, but you, you know, I like put on, um, I put on a song. I put on the Justin Timberlake song, right? Yes. And I dance in my room in my underwear. Like, get the visual of that one, guys. You know, like, I just, I'm dancing around my room and changing my physical state and just mm-hmm. getting into this place of joy and recognizing that I have this little person downstairs that's going to go, Mama. And mm-hmm. every day she wakes up, she's happy, Lori. She's happy mm-hmm. because she doesn't know any differently. She doesn't have any reason to not be. And so neither do we if we choose it. Mm. Amen. So, Okay. I want to hear about just real quick, your Mrs. New Hampshire. I can't even believe I'm so excited for you. I know some like, you're probably like, Oh, it was on my bucket for me. This is exciting. Tell me all about it. Yeah, it is so exciting. And it's such an honor. Um, so yeah, I, I won Mrs. New Hampshire America pageant here. Um, it was sort of like a friend just said, you know, I, I, you're doing it. And I said, okay, let's go for it. And she just hooked me up. I've had so much love and support in the process. And I think um, the experience was so cool because I promised myself, I made a vow to myself on that day, especially being someone who did fitness competitions in earlier time in my life. And it didn't go well for me. I was energetically, I was a mess and I felt terrible about myself. I showed up on the day of and thought I'm the the fattest girl in the room. I, I just was so mean to myself. And I promised myself that in this, if I was going to do this, if I was going to get up on stage and be judged for my physical appearance again, right? The thing I like about the pageant is that I actually do get to speak and I do get to connect. And I I got to really connect with such amazing women um, who are on that stage with me. And it just felt really beautiful, but it was that I'm not abandoning myself and I am going to be me all the way through, no matter what, I'm going to have fun with this. I'm not going to take myself too seriously. And I'm just going to rock it out. I'm going to like Danielle Laporte says, show up, shine, let it go. And as the moments were happening, I literally, you know, the, the two other finalists were called and then, and I didn't even react. Like I didn't have a moment, Lori, and you know how big this is of going, (laughs) Oh no, they're not going to call my name. I never did that. I just was right there. And then all of a sudden it was like seconds slow. And then it was my name. It was like, Holy moly, you know? (laughs) Um, and then just fast forward and there I'm standing with a crown and my, my little girl and my husband and, you know, and, and now I'm going to Las Vegas at the end of August for Mrs. America. And, um, it's, it's a whirlwind, but I'm going to get to meet all these amazing women. And I just see it as such, it's, I'm excited about it. And it's the only way I'm going to approach this thing. And I'll just wrap that even further around the big picture of my life is that's the only, only way I want to approach anything is from that place of presence and love. Yes. And you and I were talking about this because, you know, we both done different things like this and it, it really, you won because you had fun and because people feel that people energetically feel what you are feeling. They pick up on it. They want a piece of whatever you're having. If you're having fun and you feel like, you know, you just feel confident and people Mm -hmm. recognize that. And because you went in with no expectations and it was a totally different place in your life, it's a beautiful thing and it's so fun and it's so enjoyable. So Amber, I'm super excited for you. So before we wrap up, I just want to make sure everybody can find you, follow you, all that good stuff, because you have so many amazing things to offer. So where can we find you? You can find me over at amberliliastrom.com. That's my website. And then, um, on all social media, it's the same. So just my, just my name. And then my podcast is the soul field CEO, as Lori said earlier. Okay. So before my very last question, um, I want to 
Oh, Amber, I totally forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> it's okay. I'm going to edit that part out. So hold on one second. Um, 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 oh yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> wow, we got this far and really, I got to the very end and I have to edit it. It's all good. You're okay. all good. <laughs> Okay. So Amber, before my last question, I just really want to acknowledge you and thank you for coming on. Thank you so much. This is just so, so much fun. And I just, I love you so much, Lori. You're amazing. I always love our conversations. So, okay. My last question, if you have 30 seconds in an elevator with someone and they look over at you and say, Amber, how do I make myself happy? What would you answer? Woo. Okay. Hold on one second. Let me just go there. Okay. I would say you just need to be who you are. Mm, I love that. And it's so perfect. Thank you so much for coming on, Amber. And you guys, if you loved this episode as much as I did, make sure you share it, tweet it. And until next time, earn your happy, everyone. Bye-bye. Thank you guys so much for spending this time with me on the Earn Your Happy podcast. I am so glad that you stopped by. If you could take one second to share this episode with someone you think would love it, that would be absolutely amazing and we would be forever grateful. Also, please leave us a review if you feel so moved by going to iTunes and leaving us an honest thought, an honest comment. Tell us what you think. Tell us what you want to hear more of. It would really help us out on our journey to helping thousands and thousands of people. Until then, don't forget to earn your happy. Thanks again, guys. Bye-bye. Hey, I know if you're listening to this podcast that you have big dreams and big goals. And one of the things that can really stop you is struggling with your marketing. Trust me, I have been there. Are you using 10 different systems just to build your online business? Then I want you to try Kajabi. Kajabi helps you build your web pages, set up funnels, and sell your courses, content, coaching, or communities. You've been hearing me talk a lot about funnels on this podcast and the importance of your email list. You can get a free trial at kajabi.com. That's K-A-J-A-B-I.com. I've talked about Kajabi before, but here's something that's super cool and new. They just rolled out an AI assistant for creating your online course curriculum. And this means you just type in a topic that you wanna create on a course or webinar and bam, it's just generates a sample outline for you. It takes a ton of the hard work away. Of course, you're gonna customize it to be your own, but this really helps you get over the struggle of how in the world to start which is where most people stop. If you're like me, starting is always the hardest part and that's what makes Kajabi so popular. They've made it easier for creators to build web pages, build courses, build coaching programs, build membership sites, build checkout pages, and build email funnels. So if you're struggling with any of those, you gotta go check it out. Go to kajabi.com. Kajabi was really the first all-in-one system and is trusted by over 100,000 creators. I think that's good enough for me. Also as influencers and marketers who use this. And now their smart AI platform makes it easy to take what you know and turn it into an online course and business. Go start building with a free trial at kajabi.com. That's K-A-J-A-B-I.com. Hey, do you know what the big secret is this year? 
And it shouldn't be a secret because this should be your biggest focus. It is building your community. I am always working on building and nurturing my community. And everyone is talking about the power of community. Without an online community, you just cannot grow organically or create a real movement, which is what I know that we're all after. And you can build trust or monetize your audience. When you get community right, not only does your audience grow faster, but so do your sales. But where's everybody going to be managing their communities these days? And a lot of online entrepreneurs and thought leaders are turning to circle.so. Circle is an all-in-one community platform. It lets you host content and create discussions, live streams, group chats, and memberships all under your own brand. And what's so cool about Circle.so is that you don't even need a website or Facebook group. Instead, Circle lets you build your own community site where you can host content and manage your members. You can even create locked and unlocked content spaces, groups, and classes. How freaking cool is that? You can put your content behind a paywall too, and you can charge different amounts of money for different spaces on your community site. Circle.so is famously easy to use, and it has a free 14-day trial for you, so you can go check it out, see if you like it, see if you love all the options. Just go to circle.so. Go check it out right now, you guys. Imagine being able to manage your community, start group chats and live classes, and accept payments all in one place. Kind of mind-blowing since this is usually spread all over the place. You have to log into so many different things. If this is the year to capture, organize, and monetize your community, head over to circle.so. You can get a free trial and start building your online community right now. Just go to circle.so. You guys, you get the 14-day free trial. So just go and see if it's for you. It's going to streamline everything and make your life so much easier. It's so freaking cool. Hey, thanks for listening to the podcast. And I want to make sure that you have my phone number and I'm not kidding. Did you know that I have a community text number? For real. My phone number is 310-496-8363. This goes directly to my phone. All you have to do is text the word daily to 310-496-8363. And I literally text you every single day, Monday through Friday, I actually just got done 30 seconds ago texting a bunch of people back and I talk to you all of the time. You guys, people always ask me how I got my community text number and how it works. Well, all you have to do is you can just go to community.com and get your own. Community makes it easy to get a phone number that you can use to build your audience using text. People just text you at your number and they're added to your group then you can text them out audios, video links, anything you want. You guys, I text out happy birthday videos. I love to send podcast links, thoughts about life, book recommendations, uh, different events that I'm doing in the local area. Texting gets me out of the noise of social media and directly into your hand. And now you can start texting your people too. Just go to community.com to get your phone number. They give you a 10 digit real phone number, not those weird short codes that look like spam, but it's more than a phone 
own number. Your new number comes with an inbox for SMS and texting. This means you can actually manage your text list from your computer and an app on your phone. You can schedule texts to send at certain times and to certain groups. You can even set up auto replies or let your assistant or customer service team answer your text messages via community's awesome dashboard. Just go to community.com and ask for a free demo. They'll show you how it works and get you your number. It's time to start texting your audience versus just posting on social media. Everyone uses community for that. So go check them out at community.com. I can tell you it's not just great for communicating with my audience, but Chris and I use community and our texts to also sell out our launches. I'm telling you, you get such an incredible response because you really are creating a true deep sense of community and it's so intimate. It's freaking amazing. Go check it out at community.com.